Hey there Rebel Mums and Dads and welcome to another episode of Raising Rebels. This is a podcast about raising tweens, teens and beyond, keeping your sanity, sense of humour and relationships intact. I'm your host Vicky McIntyre, I'm a teacher, qualified childcare practitioner and a mum to three amazing rebels aged 12 to 21. Hello there, folks. It's been a while again, hasn't it? Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you're all okay. Um, I remember saying in my last episode that I had lots of ideas for content and stuff, but I don't know if any of you felt the same, but come the middle of December, um, it's just that fight to get to the end of the year, isn't it? And sort of you, you go into survival mode, or at least at least I did. I was struck down with a horrible cold, um, and it was just sort of getting to that Christmas break. So I'm going to save some of the ideas I've got, save some of the content. Um, and uh, I, I will sort of put that on the shelf, put it on the back burner um, for next Christmas. So um, I, I can revisit it then because I think it is really, um, it's one of those things, isn't it? As your kids get older, Christmas changes ever so much, doesn't it? I don't know. Um whether you've noticed that, I'm sure you have, you know, you can't really avoid it, can you? Um, but yeah, so that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. So I thought to review that a little bit, um, first of all today, and then have a little think about going forward into the new year and what you do in terms of planning for the new year, goal setting, do you involve your kids? Uh, and what does that look like? So that, that is the plan for today's episode. So get a cup of tea or your beverage of choice. Um, get comfy and we'll have a little chat. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I always get so sort of downcast after Christmas. I love Christmas so much. I really, really do. I feel I'm I'm a total winter baby. Um, my birthday's middle of January. I properly embrace that hibernation, just being really cosy. And uh, Christmas really, like, typifies that for me. And it is just the epitome of being cosy, hunkering down with your family um, and having lovely things to eat. And just it, it's, it's a real nourishing time. And I know not everybody feels that way. And I know it's a difficult time for a lot of people. Um, and lots of people are very glad to see the back of it. So um, that is that is completely valid and I totally get that. Um, but I'm sort of sitting here looking at the rain. It's just ridiculous. It's hardly got light here today. It's absolutely tipping it down. So it is is very much, um, yeah, that hibernation weather, but without without the Christmas to look forward to. You've got, you know, thinking about taking the decorations down. So it's always, it always feels a little bit depressing. Um, but I just thought before, you know, I mean, I, I know a lot of you must be back at work now, but um, kids don't go back to the 8th. I'm back at work on the 8th because um, obviously I'm a teacher, so our term starts then. So I'm trying to just stay in my little bubble as much as I can. Um, so I thought it'd be nice just to still sort of keep on that um, thinking about Christmas, but thinking about it in sort of hindsight and and how how it's changed really. Um, Finley turned twelve just after Christmas, so isn't that bless him? 
he's in that limbo between um Christmas and New Year where, you know, barely remembering what day it is. Um and it's just been quite hard really because you're trying to rally people around for parties and, and things like that. We tend to leave it to the new year if if you're seeing friends, um, because obviously there's a lot going on. But um yeah, so he is now at an age where um it's that that the whole sort of childhood thing at Christmas. He's sort of starting to grow out of that, and it's. I think this is sort of the the kind of pivotal moment, isn't it, where things start to change, and you sort of look back at those Christmases when they were tiny, and it was all about, you know, Father Christmas and and things like that. Um, obviously, I know I've got some, um, people who are not in the UK, listen to this, so it'd be really, I'd love to hear um, so how Christmas changes for, for you guys as well. Um, I've even, I've got listeners in Canada now as well, so hello, um, if you're one of my Canadian listeners, I'd love to know what the weather's like where you are at the moment. Um, just the idea of, as I say, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a winter baby, so the idea of a Canadian winter just sounds amazing. Um, I could be wrong, I could be romanticising, I probably am. Um but yeah, just it sounds so lovely. Um, um, but I digress. Um, like the the pivotal moment of you know stop believing in Father Christmas. It becomes less about that that magic of childhood, um, and sort of the, the the focus shifts a little bit, doesn't it? Um, and and it's it's quite funny how sort of the traditions develop and uh, and change over time. Finley is still quite, um, he, he's still, he, he likes to say he believes and um, we like to do all the things, you know, watching all the Christmas films. Um, with the girls, obviously, um, Sophia is, she's nearly 18 um, and Sadie is obviously 21. So they are sort of fully into adulthood Um or nearly there, and so it, it is. It is completely different for them, but um, it's really nice because they've sort of come full circle. Really, around the time they were Finley's age, they didn't want to watch Christmas films because they thought they were childish. Um, you know, it 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 wasn't something that they particularly wanted to do. But they've come out the other side now, uh, and and it's sort of it's more of a nostalgia for them. So whilst Finley is still quite happy to sit and watch Christmas films with us um you know do the Christmas things they are now wanting to do that as well because it's it's that idea of um like nostalgia for them which is which is lovely um and I think it is so important isn't it I don't know what sort of family traditions you have and and how these have changed as your children have got older please let me know because I would love to hear about that um we go to church on Christmas Eve. We're not religious, um, but it does feel like it really starts Christmas really nicely for us. And particularly, it's Sophia that really loves doing that. So um, she'll always want to come with us. And it's it's really, really nice. And it it starts things off in a really lovely way. Um, so, yeah, let me know what your traditions are. Let me know how they've changed. Do you miss the sort of I mean I, I I don't really want to say miss the magic because there is still magic there obviously there's still magic there but um you know when they're very little and 
seeing their little eyes just sort of like widen when they look at the Christmas tree and the presents and they know that Santa's been. Um, like, it is difficult, isn't it? Um, it is, it's hard when that's, that's gone. Um, but it, it, it does change and um, the, there are benefits to this as well. I don't know if any of you have done Elf on the Shelf. We have never done that. Things like that you can you can say goodbye to, can't you? There are certain things that you don't have to do anymore. So in that respect is really good. And I do want to do um an episode on, you know, the the ways in which having older children at Christmas is better than younger children. So that I'm going to put on the back burner for next Christmas. Um but yeah, so all the things like elf on the shelf and you know, even leaving your mince pies out for, for Santa. Um, you know, those sorts of little things it becomes a bit of it's become a bit of an effort I don't know it, it, it's one of those things isn't it that um, you know that you don't necessarily have to think about anymore and um, and yeah in some way it's good but in some ways it, you know it's it's hard not to miss it isn't it that the whole sort of having little children at Christmas um, so yeah, I'm still getting my head around that a little bit because Finley's getting to that stage now where it's not so much about that anymore. I'm quite lucky though that um, it's always been very much about family. Our Christmas is always very, very family orientated and we see everybody and it's so lovely and it is very much in our little bubble. Um so that I think more than anything, that's that is what our kids appreciate. So, um, yeah, let me know, sort of how it is for you as well. Um, so that that be be really really nice to hear. Um, I'm going to put the the link for leaving a voice note, so that um you can leave a voice note. Please follow me on social media. Um, and um, you know, message me. Like let let me know. Let me know how your Christmases have changed because it, it it's really, really interesting as are changing quite slowly, I think. It's not like there's ever been um with any of the children sort of um a distinct line between um you know, Christmas being very, very magical and then all of a sudden it's it completely changes. It's kind of it's gradual, but I think we're getting to that point now with Finley being our youngest that you know, it's less about Santa and and more about other things like like the family um traditions and things like that. So whilst they go hand in hand, um, it is it is quite sad to leave some of the the Santa magic behind, isn't it? But you know, we move, we we sort of develop, don't we? We we develop our traditions. We develop what we do and um and yeah it's all good it's all valid and it's all lovely it's the next stage isn't it another thing with older children obviously as well is when partners get involved as well so Sadie's boyfriend Jack um he had Christmas morning and dinner with his mum and then drove up from Oxfordshire where he lives to be with us um on Christmas evening and then spent a couple of days with us and it, it's so nice he's he fits right in with the family Finley loves him he's like an older brother and it's it's absolutely brilliant we're very very lucky just how well he fits in um 
and in the way that it's changed the dynamics, it's changed it in a really lovely, lovely way. So if anybody else is at that stage as well with their, their children having partners over for Christmas, I'd be really interested to hear how that's gone. Is it um a positive thing? We're very lucky that it is. But how how about for you? This is a safe space. Um feel free to to get in touch and let me know, you know, if it's been challenging. You know, it'd be really, really interesting to hear and how you're navigating that. Um, because it's just another one of these, you know, new chapters, isn't it? And we're we're discovering all the time, aren't we, these how to deal with these challenges that come with with this new stage of parenting. You know, so that you know, let me know, please. I would really, really be interested to hear that. Um and also as well, they they come with a cat. <laughs> Sadie and Jack bring their cat Luna um, and she's an absolute just joy she's adorable um, she's a little fluff ball she's teeny tiny and she's just this little bundle of fluff that just runs around everywhere and we've got quite a middle-aged old man um, cat uh, that is um, he's got quite a, a, a limited patience span at the moment and and um <laughs> I can relate to be fair he's he does get a bit fed up eventually and, and start like batting her away but um but she's adorable and even even the dog gets on with her they have little kisses um they give each other a wide berth but they you know they they tolerate each other and it's all good and it works really really well so that's just another element of fun. It is always really sad when they go back because, you know, everywhere just feels a lot quieter and, yeah, it's our little little, little bubble. Um, it changes again and, and it is a shame, but um, that's life, isn't it? And we, again, we, we learn how to navigate it. So, again... And I keep saying this because I'm really, really excited to hear like what you you guys are feeling and, and how you are dealing with these changes. But please let me know, you know, even if it is challenging, that's what we're here for. You know, we've got our community. I'd love to um, start a Facebook page, actually. So if anybody would be interested in that, please let me know, because that'd be a really nice way to, to share these sorts of things and having any... Um, any you know, any advice that we need to to deal with any areas that we are struggling with as we move forward. You know, Christmas is such an emotive time, isn't it? Um, and it's a time when we do have a lot of traditions and and change is hard. So yeah, it'd be great to know how you're dealing with that. So the next thing I wanted to talk about then moving on from that is how to start a new year and how to set goals and whether you do set goals and how you do that. So personally, um, what I do at the start of every year is um, some kind of gratitude practice. So um, I'm, and I've mentioned this before, I'm in Francesca Amber's um, self-development book club. And if you've not come across Francesca before, she's really, really good if you're interested in things like law of attraction and um, any of that sort of stuff. She is absolutely brilliant. So Every January, we do um, a gratitude process. Now, the last few years, it's been the magic, which is 
if you don't know, it's by the same woman, Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret. And it is 28 days and you do different things to acknowledge gratitude and give gratitude. And uh, it's really, really lovely. It's called The Magic because uh, anecdotally, you know, people end up, you know, having, and, and in the book club as well, um, there's lots of anecdotes of people falling pregnant when they've been struggling to conceive, people coming into money, changing jobs, um, finding love, you know, lots of lots of shifts happen during that. So we are now doing this year, Francesca's got her own. Um, uh, she bought a book out a few weeks ago, so we're doing that. So that's how I like to start the year. And I always like to sort of encourage the kids to do um, sort of something similar. So giving gratitude for all the good stuff that you had previous year and going into the new year, acknowledging what you have, thinking about um, how grateful you are for, you know, for, for even the, the tiniest little things, just acknowledging that. Um, and it's so powerful. So that's what I like to do to start the year. In terms of goal setting, um, this is something that I would really like to, to think a bit more about. So I would like to know if there is anything particular that you do. Thinking a little bit about um, sort of things I might like to consider moving forward. It would be really nice to involve the kids a little bit and get them to think about goals for their year as well. So um, particularly for my eldest ones, so Sadie is obviously going into teaching. She's doing a teach training at the moment. I think I mentioned that previously um, in maybe a couple of episodes ago. So she's obviously going to be, her goal will be getting a, a job somewhere, um, hopefully somewhere nice um, in, in a good school. Sophia is finishing college in the summer, so she'll be looking for a job as well. So that will be, you know, the kind of goals we'll be looking at for them. Finley is obviously, um, he's now in year seven. Um, so I'm not quite sure how that sort of translates in terms of my um, listeners who aren't in the UK. But it's first year of secondary school. Um and uh, luckily, Finley is in, um, just to confuse things, Finley is in a middle school, which is kind of, it's a bit of a different system, actually. Um, they don't have this in many areas of the UK, but the middle school system that we have in our little bit of the world is um, from year five, which is when they're 10, up until year eight, which is when they're um, 13. So they um, then move on to, to high school. And I know this isn't what happens over all of the UK. This is very specific to certain areas, um, but it's a really good system. So, you know, his goals will be more academic. So he's going to be focusing on his work and, and things like that. So it's just how you want to move forward with that. I'm thinking about maybe doing a vision board. Um, One of my goals, I would really, really love to... um expand my little side hustles i am a, a reiki master so i'd really love to to be able to do more of that um and you know maybe one day in the not too distant future do that full time and leave teaching so 
it's it's really i think the beginning of the year is a really really good time to give thanks for what you have have that gratitude and then moving on what do you want to accomplish so i'm really grateful for what i have now what do i want to accomplish in the future uh, and i think that's a really really good balance really good way of thinking about it so please let me know what kind of things that you, you do in terms of goal setting do you and if you don't is there a particular reason why you don't um i quite fancy yeah doing a, doing a family vision board like what things do we fancy doing this year what are we going to focus on so that might be something that we do and having older children as well it's good because you can be um you know accountability partners i tend to find that i um i get quite overwhelmed with having lots of ideas and lots of things that i could potentially do um and so it's really good to if i have that accountability then you know if i am thinking about maybe posting on my um, my social media um i do get over, quite overwhelmed with you know lots of having lots of ideas and having lots of um things to do so if i can have somebody who is there like maybe if i ask sadie to to check on you know what if i post on social media if i have somebody there who's saying right what are you doing how are you doing it um you know and <laughs> monitoring me a little bit um that's going to be how i think how it's going to work for me because i'm if i'm left to my own devices i'm i'm not great so um that will be um she doesn't know it yet but i think i'm going to ask sadie to <laughs> you know to just to you know keep me accountable are you posting on social media for your, your business are you um putting that content out there to to you know for your engagement so that is something that that i want to do i want to make sure i'm doing that and then maybe i can keep her accountable for things she wants to go on a bit of a health kick so and then i could sort of reciprocate so that could be something that you could look to do as well the the whole idea of being you know rebels raising rebels it's very easy isn't it to have a look at what people are posting on instagram tiktok things like that and you know having very unrealistic expectations so i think it's important to put it out there um that not everything you see online is realistic not everything you see online is achievable you have to know your limits you have to know what you are capable of and that's not to say that you don't push yourself to try and achieve some goals that may be slightly out of your comfort zone um but you you, you know you have to keep it realistic and then i think to keep track of that it's really good to maybe have um a little check-in now and again so um talking uh, you know maybe around dinner um maybe going on a family walk how are you getting on um Sadie and I FaceTime nearly every day so checking in how you getting on with your goals have you been for a walk today have you been to the gym um you know she'll be checking with me have I posted on my business social media you know just checking in but also you know like little bite-sized chunks to, you know getting to that goal because as I say if I've got too much to do to get to my goal I'm, I do feel very overwhelmed so if you're breaking it down right okay so I'm going to aim to post 
twice on my Reiki business social media. I'm going to aim to post twice on my podcast social media. And if I'm breaking it down, so today I'm going to post once, um, you know, day after tomorrow I'm going to post again. And so it's breaking it down. So in terms of keeping those goals realistic, breaking it down into chunks, keeping each other accountable, having that vision board so that you've got that goal there in front of you. It's visual. It could be a really fun activity, like putting your pictures on. What are you going to be um, aiming for? And, you know, that it it could be a really good bonding exercise as well. So that's what I'm going to aim for. Again, you can keep me accountable. Um, you know, check in with me. Have I been doing it? You know, message me, ask me. <laughs> and just, you know, keep me on it. Because this is the year when, you know, I'm going to make sure that I am getting on top of those things, producing that content, doing regular podcasts, um, you know, getting out there with my Reiki business as well. You know, just keep me accountable too, guys. <laughs> Please. Oh dear, I'm, you know, otherwise I'm, I'm so rubbish. If there's no pressure, it ain't getting done. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I really hope that, you know, you this has been helpful to give you some ideas or maybe you've not even thought about um, setting any goals or maybe you've been thinking that you might like to make a bit of a thing about the start of the year in terms of um, plans and in terms of reflections. I I hope this has given you a little bit to think about. Um, And yeah, as I say, if if I um, have interest in starting that, Facebook group if you could let me know if that's something that you would like to do we can have that community there to share our ideas to keep each other accountable on there you know and that'd be really really good so let me know if that's something you're interested in and I'll get that sorted really really hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Raising Rebels I hope that you have some ideas for setting goals um I hope you maybe had a think about how Christmas has changed for you. I'd really like to hear about both of those things. Um, Connect with me on social media, leave me a voice note. If you could review the pod, if you could share it, if you could subscribe, that'd be great because it really, really helps. And it helps me to get out there as well. So if you think somebody would enjoy it, please share. Um, So yeah, really looking forward to seeing you next time. Really looking forward to hearing from you. Um, Take care and stay rebellious.